0: Welcome to the Porsche Club Insider, your one stop for all things Porsche and PCA. Here's your host, Vu Gwynn, and the Insider Crew.
1: And welcome everyone to episode 66. It's a very special day that we're recording this. It is June 8th. And Manny, what does June 8th mean?
2: That is the birthday of Porsche. Oh, by the way, Alex, did you notice these voice changes <laughs> as soon as the microphone turns on? Uh, over dinner, it was a whole different voice, but now it's the DJ Vu <laughs> DJ, it,
3: it, C play. But it has the same erotic uh, you know, flavor to it. <laughs> For oh,
0: me at least. Oh boy, here we go. It does, it
2: does. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not.
1: That's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Normally, I only have to worry about editing Manny, but having you here, You
2: can't edit Alex. All it's right, so, guess. all right, it's so,
1: so with that, let's do our proper introductions. As Manny was saying, today is June eighth. Happy seventy fifth birthday to Portia. Um, at the table, we have, of course, Manny and Damon and myself, Robert Forsyth at the controls, and a very special not only guest but a dear friend of ours Mr. Alexander Fabig Vice President Individualization and Classic at Porsche AG thank you so much for having me making me
3: part of the insider
1: crew You've always you've always oh, been you've always oh, been a part of the insider crew. It's just formal today because you're actually sitting
2: in the podcast. When you become vice president, is that when they start calling you Mr. Fabig? Yes. Because that was, <laughs> yes. when I first heard that, I was looking for your father. <laughs> I heard him referring to Mr. Fabig, and, yeah. and then I realized they were talking about you. you. You always have to keep in mind. In my mind,
1: I'm 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now, speaking of Mr. Fabig, I remember when. We first were about to meet you, and more importantly, Manny was getting ready to meet you. And I'm not sure what you had in mind in terms of your first introduction of Manny, but the two of you were more, much more formal when you first met.
2: That's because Alex was very serious, and he was wearing, <laughs> he was wearing a suit and a tie. So uh... you, you, you're always talking
3: about these split personalities in me. <laughs> you know, this, this one Alex and the other one. So you, you first met the official one. The yes. official one, yeah. yes. But but nevertheless, it was love at first sight. <laughs> with, with, with you personally, but also with your club. Uh, and, and today, really, after quite a long time that we go back together, I think it was 2010 it probably or 2009 yeah. even, well, and, maybe.
1: And to let our members know that your stop by here today was a big effort yes. on your part. And we want to thank you for stopping by because you're, of course, here this weekend for uh, the celebration at PEC Atlanta, the uh, auction, of course, the auction of the Classic Club Coupe. But you took a detour to be with us, and it hasn't been easy for you. Well, that that's true on the one hand. On the other hand,
3: it's a great pleasure for me. And it really is a, an honor. And, and seriously, you... And you're 150,000 members. 55. 55, I'm sorry. (laughs) Very important uh, to be exact, as you know. 155,000 members. You are such an important part uh, of the 75 years that we are celebrating. That's why it really is a pleasure and an honor for me to be part of this group. Uh, You're calling me a friend. I call you friends for a long time. And it's great to be here for the first time um, in your Mm -hmm. headquarter. Uh, What you built up. Uh, as you always like to tell it to call it this little auto club mm-hmm. which is a great operation very professional and even more important very emotional so that's very special for me to be here and it's uh, worth all the effort even though it's now four o'clock in the morning
2: <laughs> i know and we're just <laughs> trying to share with what alex did as far as uh you woke up 6 a.m. in Germany. But you woke up in, in where? In, in, in Stuttgart. In Stuttgart. In, in, okay. in Degerloch south of uh, the
3: southern part of uh, Stuttgart. Then I went to Frankfurt uh, to the do airport. You drive or take a train? Uh, I, I drove uh, a great uh, Panama- Panamera uh, Turbo S
1: hybrid. Uh, oh, E-hybrid. so you, f- you literally nice. flew. I, I yeah, exactly. flew because in Germany it's a bank holiday yeah. uh, oh. today. So, so nobody's
2: at six out. o'clock in the morning. And gas is really cheap now. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: just want to make you aware they do listen to this podcast in Germany as yeah. well. So, so don't do. self incriminate oh, okay. I thought that the okay. hard way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You have
3: a subscription model with the authorities <laughs> yes. uh, in terms of speed limits. Uh, so that's why they just... No, that's a different topic. So I arrived in uh, Frankfurt uh, later uh, today, this morning. Then I flew uh, to JFK. I was a bit late uh, there. That's why I missed the plane uh, here to, to, BWI. to Baltimore. Um, but uh, as I love cars and I love spending time in cars, um, I got myself a car and did some road tour here in like three
2: hours 30 something like this now in germany where can you go in three and a half hours because for americans three and a half hours isn't that long of a drive necessarily it's a drive but it's not we can go back the same day but i remember being told that for germans three and a half hours that's like a vacation drive (laughs) yeah and I, i i tell you i
3: i went into this trap so often when we're talking about you know spending time here in the u.s and uh, you, you were telling, talking about the alternatives. Do I need to take a plane? I can do this by car. And then you find out, oh, that's a that's a that's a twelve hours drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> can go twice around the country in Germany. Yeah, no, so three hours. That would be a typical like holiday uh, uh, ride to the south of Germany, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. For for here it was uh, okay and it was the easiest and uh, fastest way I think uh, to arrive here. Well, thank 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 you very much for the welcome. Thank you
1: for making the efforts, and I know the time is not on your side in terms of you know you should really be in bed, but we've wanted and look forward to you being here and having you on the podcast. And it's not even going to end after the podcast. Hopefully, if your eyes are still open. You've never been to Washington D.C., which I've is about not. forty minutes and from he here.
2: Yes, he said, "How close is Washington D.C.?" And we told him less than probably half hour. Yeah, but this time of night, without traffic, and he said, uh, "Basically, it was hinting that he wanted to go." So um, we're going to do it. We're going to do a nighttime uh, tour of the uh, monuments. And they were hopefully the we'll nation's have... capital. I'm, I'm looking
3: so much forward to it. And as I've never been there, you can tell me anything. Anything. So yes. probably you
0: just take me to some city here around, around the corner. <laughs> say, this, this, <laughs> is, this is, this is. Well, it. Well, to...
1: this is it. We'll take them to Bowie. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And, and what monument are you going to point out there? Exactly. <laughs> the exactly. drive through liquor store or something?
1: All right. Well, before we get into all the full press and amazing you know, stuff that dropped today on June 8th, we just want to do a quick... Recap of our last week, and you know, I can just uh, drop a, a quick reminder that I did do a day trip with Bogdan to New York. We were uh, invited to a screening of Racing with the Giants with Mobile One and Haggerty, and they had it at a, a drive-in theater in Brooklyn. It was super cool. Um, we drove up. It actually took five hours to get up there because of traffic, and only took three and some change to come back but it was well worth it to see Metro New York members, see our sponsors um, and supporters at that event. And then I just got back. I almost didn't make it back today, but I went to uh, Salt Lake City with Jason for an orientation. But while he was sitting in orientation, I thought I would uh, make two videos for Damon. We went over to PMB Performance, uh, Eric Shea and his folks Took us for a tour of their facility where they showed us how they redo the calipers. Uh, if you want them restored, and here's a, those of you that are watching on YouTube, just a quick clip of what the video will contain. And we take you from A to Z uh, of how they receive, uh, clean, restore, and get them right back out the door for you. And so an I was amazing about to process. ask what's going on
0: there, but that's, I'm going to be editing the video. Yes. Right? So you'll, I, you'll learn. You can't ask.
1: You'll learn. All right. So that's a quick uh, rundown for me and last week. Manny, over to you.
2: Uh, well, my big news was uh, I was featured in the Wall Street Journal. Oh yes, he yes. was. I I'm just shocked as you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. They even sent a photographer. Out. Let's say I sent a photographer uh, three hours, um, and uh, they in, the, still, in the sports, they sports still couldn't part. make me pretty. Yeah, see right there. Look, see it's all nice. right.
0: Yes, three hours for a photo shoot. Three hours, and photo they used shoot. how many photos? Two photos.
2: Two photos, or three? No. One of my engine on my nine six four. The article is about the e fuels. And they were just basically asking my opinion on what uh, what club members and my fellow Porsche friends uh, think about e-fuels. And it was all very positive uh, about what Porsche, and because Porsche is, you know, probably the leading force behind e-fuel, they contacted someone from the Porsche club. And uh, I guess because Rob Sass didn't have any old cars right now that mm. are air-cold, he referred them to me since he knew- knows that I've been following the e-fuel story, and uh yeah, that was a pretty cool surprise to be in the Wall Street Journal. I didn't
1: realize how quickly they were going to come out with it.
2: I didn't either until a Saturday or Sunday. I got a text message with a, a screened uh, you know, shot of the on-screen article um, saying, uh, I didn't know you were going to be in this journal. There you go. Well,
3: it's great to hear that uh, also over here, um, the topic is related uh, to Porsche. As, mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. said, we are um, pushing hard here. We are really like a pioneering spirit uh, in this context, and it's always important to point out, it's not about it's not the alternative to e-mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an add-on for other use cases uh, for the the cars that are on the road already. For the, I mean, you've you've
0: explained it. Uh, to yes. Me more Hopefully, precisely. I can drive my Cayman for the next you know 20, 30 years. For now. as long yes, as you yes, want. Yes, the idea yes, is you yes, so yes. will be able
1: to drive your Cayman for as long as you want to, mm-hmm. and then for other purposes, if you want to get into an electric car for whatever you might be doing, but you have the option to do so. Yeah. And driving the
3: car longer is, by the way, uh, also a very good contribution to Mm -hmm. sustainability, to use the goods as long uh, as as we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: for sure. That's uh, Uh, that's a good point.
3: (laughs) Also great to see that uh, people are also outside of our organization are taking care of of part supply, because Mm -hmm. this obviously is the backbone uh, of keeping our cars uh, on the road. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's one of the questions I get is... uh, well, he asked me, it was funny, he said, um, do you feel like you're a dinosaur, that, you know, you and your friends are, are dinosaurs? Uh, and I said, no, I said, I, horses. And he <laughs> said, horses, what do you mean horses? And I said, well, horses were the main form of transportation in the 1800s, or at least every Western I've seen, they were horses. And I said, uh, but no one uses a horse to go to work anymore. But anytime somebody brings a horse anywhere, people love to go watch the horse, They'll go watch them race. They go into the fence line of a farm, and their horses are beautiful animals. And the equestrian uh, industry is huge. I heard whether it's true or not, that there's more horses now than there was in the 1800s. And I I say this is what's going to be the future of our our internal combustion engines. Um, Odds are we'll probably be using something, an alternative, whatever that ends up being. I don't know. Uh, but the cars we have now will still be around, and hopefully, like Porsche E fuel, the fuel will be, able to be easily uh, attainable, and we'll be driving the cars around, and people will just just marvel that we trusted these things to get us a <laughs> point A to point B, because there's so many moving parts that could go wrong. Uh, but it's also an in- incredible joy to watch to see a, a mechanical engine. You know, at work. So yeah. that
3: that's the perfect comparison with the horses. And let me add one one more point, which is, I think, very very crucial. Uh, the main critic uh, point, critical point, is always that uh, for efficiency efficiency reason, um, the electricity is better used directly in batteries than in you know um, producing e fuels. But that's only true if you talk about the electricity that is produced here Mm. if we talk about the electricity that is kind of left over with renewable um, energy like we use it in in patagonia or in chile right uh, where the where the pilot uh, uh, factory is that's a different game because there it's the wind is there you know and you can't use it on batteries uh, there so that's why the efficiency uh, point uh, is is uh, the, not really hitting, right. hitting the, the, the point here. Exactly.
1: So you also got to
2: drive something special in addition to... Yeah, we did a one-mile future. review. Uh, Bob Miller from Atspeed Motorsports called us up and said he had sold his 64-56C uh, Cabriolet and wanted to know if he wanted to do a review on it before he mm. shipped it out. He was shipping it out the next day. So luckily the weather was fine. Luckily T- Damon had uh, some free time. And, uh, so when we do these videos, uh, they're about how long, Damon? 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes. Uh, well, nowadays they started right out up? like that. Now no, there's no, no. like between 15, uh, 15 to 30. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, but it takes, um, uh, just filming alone over two hours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Two, two hours for quick, you know, yeah, but three, people, if we have a couple People are always hours.
2: amazed how long it takes to film yeah. because they're used to watching the video and they think that's how long it takes to make the video and, uh, uh, Bob was, I think, surprised at how long it takes to set everything up perfectly, how to set the cameras, so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the 326C is, uh, at, I think, two weeks prior three weeks prior, I drove a Sport Classic. And so that was... Uh, Which is like, out now. Night and day, yeah, that video mm-hmm. is out now. and uh, But it's still the, the same feeling of joy, even with 75 horsepower. But with that top-down and hearing that engine from behind, uh, you don't have to be going very fast to have a good time in that car. It's a uh, pretty cool car.
0: I can't wait to, until the video is edited because uh, I drove a 356 um, SC64, just like the one you drove, except the one I drove was restored and the one you drove was all original. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that as well.
3: So performance is not only mes- measured in horsepowers, but also in joy of driving? Absolutely. Is that right?
2: I, I tell people this all the time who uh, – uh, Porsche builds amazing cars now, uh, but um, they have people spoiled a little bit in that uh, with all this horsepower, they have done the amazing uh, strides in keeping the car safe. So you have a lot of uh, of the car doing the driving, uh, not not self driving. It's just when you make a mistake, the car can correct it or save you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we joke that BSM <laughs> means please save me. <laughs> yep. And uh, with the 56, there's nothing. There's no ABS. There's no power steering. It's um, pure pure driving. So you don't have to be going that fast to scare yourself. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I try to tell people, like, a 75 horsepower doesn't sound much. Maybe in a sport classic it would be really terrible. But in a 56C, which is much lighter, you get going this 80 miles an hour around a corner and you might see God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: Uh, so what's the latest going on with you, Damon?
0: Yeah, well, uh, I've I've had a busy couple weeks. Uh, I think I mentioned in the last podcast that I I hit a deer in my golf TDI and, um, so the insurance company, it's repairable. Mm -hmm. then I get a call today and the, uh, and the company will go unnamed and all that fun stuff. But she asked me, so you haven't given a statement yet. I'm like, I gave you a statement. The night I called, you know, or I should say 1.45 a.m. on on a Sunday when I hit the deer. And um, basically she seemed really confused, you know, is your car at the shop? Well, I don't know. You scheduled the uh, tow, didn't you? Well, I don't know if I did. So I, you know, told her, you know, uh, you should probably figure this out. She gave me a call back and she said, you know what? Your car isn't totaled. It is repairable. Ah, glad we're on the same page. So how's your rental car? What rental car? And I didn't get a rental car. <laughs> I have three cars. I'm driving one of my own. So it, it's just been one of those headaches in half a day. You know, my stomach was in butterflies. And
1: But the good news is yeah. the car is going to be repaired.
0: Yes. Well... There's no supplemental yet, so we'll see. Oh, but, yeah. So it might be another. I'm crossing my fingers because I love that car. Again,
1: but. just be thankful. You're okay. You hit a deer, yep. the car is going to be what is. Yeah, exactly.
0: My, my one uh, recommendation is go back, watch our Tech Tactics Live episode yes. on insurance yeah. because, um, you know, that was what, a few weeks ago now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when I got my insurance, you know, I, I, I wish I had known about the things that we learned on that That's show. That's a good tip. And uh, I'm not having a good experience. Yeah. So, but so, it happens.
1: So, I see fuses on this table.
0: Yeah, there are some fuses. Um, so, a year or so ago, and, and this is, you know, when um, I can get a little bit lazy, but about a year ago, maybe a year and a half, I was using the Porsche OE air pump from my Porsche Cayman, and all of a sudden it just stopped working. So, I plugged blew it fuse. in, blew a fuse, but I, I've never replaced a fuse before. I've done a whole bunch of stuff, never replaced a fuse. Uh, so I plugged it into a different outlet. It started up and then turned off. So I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm driving home on 25 psi tires," oh. which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I put it into the golf and tested it. Blew that fuse. <laughs> Blew
1: that fuse. Something must be wrong with your pump. It's the pump. <laughs> yeah. So
0: uh, I ended up going and getting genuine Porsche fuses, which I didn't realize you didn't <laughs> need to do. <laughs> and the that's, car all, wor- that's all. That's ca- <laughs> all for you. The car works Alex. <laughs> That's how, yeah. that's how
2: Alex drives his Turbo West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think I wanted car. to make sure he got Porsche approved fuses. Does it, yeah, does exactly. it, say, does it say that little P on it anywhere? Um, I've never had Porsche. Then, fuses. No, these are just Detroit F- fuses. I think. They're just blade, right. blade fuses. Yeah, yeah, there's one. All right. Yeah. So
1: today was a big day because we've been talking about what's coming down the road and we all in the office here gathered around the table to watch the live stream. it was at 340 pm mm-hmm. here in the office and we've been awaiting the big news and uh, you know we were saying you know some people were saying Porsche ST is coming. I knew it wasn't, but I couldn't tell you guys that it wasn't. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but but Alex, hopefully you're proud of me because when you tell me stuff or other people tell me stuff and say it's confidential, I kept it even confidential from these guys. Yeah. But it feels so good to now say, Yes, it's out. Yeah. Mission X. It's something bigger than 911 ST. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mission X. So what do you guys think? It's amazing. Well, I, let, well I, let's first describe what Mission X, in case the listeners don't know what Mission X is. Well, what would you describe
2: it as, Alex?
3: Well, I, I missed the presentation as I was on the plane, <laughs> so the I plane. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mission X is um, the the vision and the idea of Porsche for um, the hypercar in the e-mobility uh, world and uh, bringing together performance on uh, I would say different levels uh, from design uh, to um, on-street uh, performance to racetrack uh, performance and also obviously design is, is still one of the most important um, buying factors and reasons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for a Porsche beautiful. so it also shows new elements uh, that will influenced the design uh, of our Porsche cars uh, in the upcoming years or even decades because yeah. this is really a big jump into the future.
1: Yeah, so what the 959 did for future cars and what the Carrera GT and the uh, 918 Spyder and all that all those cars gave back to the street driven cars, you know, several years afterwards, because it was all part of that initial project. And this car here, um, it, this is a concept. It is not going to be sold. People won't be buying this car, per se, but this is the initial study for what the future will hold for electric
2: mobility. Yeah. They'll buy that's the what, production version. That's what they said about the 959. <laughs> 959 came out as Group B. That's and true. And then yeah. two or three, I just wrote the article, I should notice. I think three years later, they came out with the uh, prototype. And, <laughs> and uh, I think with the... um uh 918 was uh something similar you know they had a concept and then mm-hmm. they came out with the uh prototype
3: probably you can say customer demand drove us into uh, yeah. this direction yeah. yes. so, so yes, let's, yes. let's
2: see what happens here yeah.
1: yeah so you hear about 2.2 pounds per horsepower mm-hmm. to put that do you have to put that into perspective i think of a gt2 rs as a fast vehicle do you know what the pounds uh, per horsepower for that car is. I don't, but my Cayman's 12.2. Yeah, 12.2 yeah. <laughs> for your Cayman, right?
2: It's got to be like nine something, right?
1: So for for a GT2 RS, it's about four and a half, five wow, pounds. really? Hmm. And this is 2.2. Yeah. I don't know that my brain is going to be able to process how <laughs> fast this vehicle is yeah. going to be. Did insane. Did you catch up that the downforce of this
3: car
0: is higher? Than the GT3 RS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With no huge wing, yeah. wing and all yeah. that. So this looks like a race car compared to any other Porsche supercar but that I've. It seen does, but concept. it
1: doesn't look like well, crazy wild, yes. right? It's still yeah. very clean. It's very sleek. It doesn't um, look like an electric car. Yeah.
0: When I say race car, it's it's all the arrow, you know, all the the holes yeah. and tunnels that the air goes through. It, I mean, that's pretty amazing for a car like that. Before I found that
2: it was all electric, you know, when we got the shots ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And before I read the text, I was looking at the back and I thought it was a hybrid because I could have swore I saw exhaust pipes. Mm. (laughs) And uh, then I found that it was all electric. uh, They they did a great job of making a car not look electric.
1: So I noticed the interior of that car, the steering wheel is a yoke. Do you think the yoke is the future of? How you'll be steering cars?
0: I don't think so because uh, for Tesla's Nurburgring run, they put the yeah, round steering yeah. wheel mm-hmm. back. Oh, That's so amazing! Oh
2: yeah, and they went back to. it. I wonder who. Most uh, oh. the drivers uh-huh. said, "If you want to break the record, we need a regular uh-huh. steering wheel." Yeah, I don't think a yoke's going to be. Yeah, there's a, thing there a for lot of cars. stuff that the prototypes have on them. If you look back, mm-hmm. that I remember the 918, the exhaust was on the ground mm-hmm. on the sides, mm-hmm. and we the first thing we said was, "Yeah, this will never make it." Uh, and it's a production it looks cool, but it will yeah. make it But
1: then when they said, oh, it's going to be at the top, we're like, well, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and look what they did, yeah. it's on the top.
3: <laughs> I mean, for a Porsche, usually it's form follows function. In prototypes, you are allowed to go maybe one step further. Um, so, here, um, you know, in terms of making use of all the design possibilities, uh, that's what uh, the
2: colleagues did with the, the steering wheel. Um, and and is- that that's windshield is right off the of 917, uh, including the extra, like, uh, glass on top. Like the like mm-hmm. the
1: solarium that's
2: across the yes. top? Yeah. and I think that was for, like, the, the bank tracks for Daytona so, so the drivers could see uh, the whole track because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're banked at that angle, it uh, kind of blinds you from looking ahead. And and when we saw the uh, – before we saw the actual photo, they teased everyone on Instagram with uh, a um, – shadow shot, if you will, in front of the car. And that's the first thing I thought was that's the 917 with the way the fenders. uh, I love how Porsche incorporates family um, characteristics into their cars. And those doors, man.
1: Now in this particular photo, I don't see it. But I remember seeing a little caricature of a cheetah
0: on the side of the car. Yeah, Jim
1: pointed that out earlier. Yeah, I saw that on one of the... um, It's on the display car that for whatever presentation happened earlier. So I I need to find out the significance of the... What does that mean? So so you know what (laughs) I did look up? I looked up what, how you say cheetah in uh, Indonesian, but I was like, maybe that's the, the name of it. It's going to be because... Of Tycon and Makan and stuff like that. I'm looking at Alex. <laughs> is he giving me any, any blinkings of the eyes or I don't know? Someone stuck it on there. It's it's gonna be interesting to see. Someone knows it's it's there for a reason. It's Someone. It's Someone. not me. Yeah, yeah, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put the sticker on there. Huh? I didn't put the sticker on. No, but what you said uh, before is absolutely right. I think this is uh, one great and outstanding example of um, the exterior design being really clean, mm-hmm. uh, being elegant um, and uh, being very performant, but at the same time not as aggressive maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about all the holes that you usually have, all the arrow um, type mm-hmm. um, um, topics um, here. Um, the engineers and the designers found a way to keep the performance, but having at the same time... Um, the, the a full body look in a, a full sense. body yeah. look exactly
1: and you could not a... i mean you can imagine this literally as it sits or as it's shown could be a road going car mm-hmm. you know sometimes when concept cars come mm-hmm. out you're just like yeah that's no way ever going to make it to the street but you look at this you're like oh i can see how this could make it i mean yeah. it's it's not you know the form of it is not so so far away from yeah. say, a 19 yeah. spider right yeah. it's not not that crazy so it's uh yeah. what do you think about the the doors I think it's cool. I hope that I hope that becomes a thing.
2: It'll yeah. be interesting if they keep the well, if you look at the glass, it's um
0: Better have a good air conditioning system. Yes. Yeah, but I see the <laughs> thing is
1: my, my problem is I don't know if does how does that follow for like NHTSA regulations and once mm-hmm. you get regulations into things then they start taking the fun stuff off the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those little windows—you know—you
2: see
0: those
1: on race cars, right?
0: Well, look at the
2: Taycan; how much that looked like the prototype. Yeah, Mm. I mean, I was amazed—even to the wheels, they Mm. got a good, good job Mm. of almost replicating the wheels that originally came on the car. Now, what was the the
1: Taycan? The uh, mission E, mission E, E, and then mission R. The mission R. This has a lot of mission R styling cues to it. Yeah, I, I think
2: this is more uh, using the word again elegant. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Mission R was more that that to me immediately. I looked at it, and knew it was an electric car. Yeah, but this um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. this was like mm-hmm. the, the
0: roof reminds mm-hmm. me of that, and it, it's funny when we got the uh, press release. Um, we got the press release before the photos, you know, and they talked about how the the glass dome roof that's carbon fiber reinforced. I'm thinking as I'm writing with no photos. Mission R. Now it doesn't look exactly like that. It doesn't have all the sort of, I think, cross sort of beam, carbon fiber beams, but There's a little bit bit of that in there you got the full full glass dome
1: so kudos to damon if you haven't read he oh there's there's a cheetah there's a cheetah yeah um but you know once we got the press release he and rob and manny you know all got together and brainstormed and we came out with um you know our own article online and of course we shared it with all of our folks and i think what some sometimes people miss like they're like oh this is a car only for the you know you know, top people with the biggest budgets that'll ever have. And we talked about it here, how this car is, you know, going to lead into technology that'll, you know, flow downstream to all models. But probably the biggest thing that I think people forget is how cool is it that the manufacturer that we love, is still cranking out two-door sports cars, no matter what engine it's in. Because if you look at all the other manufacturers out there, they're all hanging their hats on, you know, they're, they're killing two-door cars, they're killing sedans, and they're going for, you know, uh, mini
2: SUVs or big SUVs. How cool well, is it that- It's interesting you bring this up because if you think about the presentation, I don't know, people listening, if you got to see the presentation, uh, it was obviously open to the public, there was no four-doors.
1: Nope. Well, I no, guess, no, no, no. There was. Uh, so at the end, when they brought all the cars out, there was a Macan in the lineup. I know, that should have when we left a room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was over. <laughs> yeah. Man, you got to stay to the end, the, the end of the credits. But you're right, though. I mean, it's, it's still very much sports car oriented. And I think that's why most of us fell in love with the brand. We know the heritage. What are they doing this weekend? Right? Mm-hmm. The race celebration. There's, and
2: and the, June 8th, and, uh, racing, yeah. and I wrote an article, it's out already on, the, on our website. Um, June 8th is when they got the registration um, approved for the first two sports car Porsche, the 356-1, uh, as they call it. And uh, because Porsche as a company was already in business since 1930, and they were doing design work, engineering, they were an engineering firm, uh, but this was the first time they would have a car with their name on it. Mm-hmm. And it was a sports car, so I think it was uh, appropriate. And it was just, this is exactly what I was hoping that we would see. Um, I was hoping we weren't going to see a special edition 911, that we were going to see a, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> a unique car. And <laughs> you know. I told you. Yeah, I know. You just got to believe uh, me. I know. Um, you know, today <laughs> it's
3: all about 75 years of Porsche. We will come back to the 60 years of the 911 yes. later on this yes.
1: year. Then we can talk more about things that you guys are excited about. Yes. but. So, so Alex, you're truly, you're truly the insider back, you know, in Germany. Um, so how do I say, it? so, so projects such as Mission X, like how wide of a group of people have knowledge on that and how far back does it go and i'm sure the board has to prove everything like are you do you see some of that and is there stuff you can share with us definitely a very small group of
3: people yeah Uh, it it really is an inner circle um, and it's really the boss himself oliver blume uh, who is uh, deeply involved uh, together um with uh, a small group of engineers and most important uh, michael Mauer, mm-hmm. uh, our yeah. vice president of design mm-hmm. um and and, and these uh, people um, start with an idea yeah. yeah with a with a vision with a with a concept um and then um, they make the first kind of layouts um, not in terms of drawings but in terms of what's what's the car concept the goals of the car Uh, exactly yeah what what what's and and what you described just before Mm -hmm. what's the soul uh, of the car yeah Mm -hmm. what what should it stand for what should it uh, represent Um, and uh, projects like like this when you see now this um, you know operational car standing on a on a um, in a presentation you can definitely guess that uh, work or first ideas first discussion started probably uh, three years earlier. Uh, and and the
1: real work, like two years, uh, you need two years to, to,
3: yeah. for such
2: a car. Yeah,
1: so I got to give it to you all because, you know, I, I chuckle when we quote unquote, see, see spy shots of you know people asking about is there going to be an RS spider, Is there going to be, you know, a GT two RS? And I mean, If you want to, you are certainly capable of keeping things a secret. And when these spy shots come up, I have to believe that you actually opened up the valve a little bit. Not you personally, but Portia opened up the valve a little bit to give people a little taste of what might be coming. And if someone happens to be there with the camera or something like that, then it gets spread out as it's orchestrated, right? Like it it can't be completely. You guys are going to keep it secrets.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, i would say we we um we wouldn't call someone up and and tell him uh, wait for us you know <laughs> yeah. right right right, yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah, no 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 but if things happen but if things then, happen th- right then yeah. they happen they happen right um and i mean it it would be more dramatic for us if no one would care
4: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yep. right you
3: know, right they, right it could be the other side so sure. so yeah. I, I i would say it's great for the brand that there is so much excitement about it. Uh, you should have seen the these two. You
1: should have seen these two, like at the beginning of the presentation. They were just like on the edge of their sheet, uh, you know, seats and just waiting for all well, the details. You, uh, so we got
2: to see, you know, the, they send the press, the media uh, uh, information ahead of time so we can read the article. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were on our own conference call um, and we were waiting for it. Our, our editor to get the mail, uh, email, and we kept on refreshing. And like some, <laughs> somebody said, you just like you're waiting for a girl to call you. We yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, waiting to like, get our, our asked to, to prom. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so we were trying to fill up time with the call, talking get... about other things and wondering what it could be, waiting for the information to come out. And then
1: we read the details together. We read it through, and yeah, we were very excited. So, um, anything else you want to talk about Mission X, or do I, I wanted to go kind of into our relationship and and tie it in with what's going on uh, this weekend? If you don't have anything else on Mission X that you want to share, I think
3: everything is said. I'm 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 happy to hear that you like it. That you're all excited. So if you want uh, to buy
2: one, it? you contact your portfolio you, you, you just let me know. <laughs> oh, send Alex your deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have
0: one question actually, and it, it's not um. Uh, I don't want to use the Mission X as, as the example here, but the the 918 Spider. How, um, if somebody bought a 918 Spider, how does exclusive manufacturer get involved? A great question.
3: Um, we um offer um the individualization of the car, which is not part of the configurator or of the catalog. Mm. So whenever and for these kind of cars slash customers this is a very relevant uh, Mm -hmm. topic uh, to personalize uh, these cars and to be really honest for the 918 uh, spider at the start of the project we haven't completely foreseen the amount of special wishes Mm -hmm. that customers asked us um, Mm -hmm. to realize in the end we made a lot of things uh, happen and there are spectacular 918 spiders out there that have been individualized um, the most uh, personal car um, X factory Um, so that means uh, also for these cars and this is kind of similar to our standard uh, series production cars Mm -hmm. and when you order your car you spec it and then you tell your dealer that you have the special wishes you know different materials in the interior um, design paint um, on the exterior for example um, and uh, then there is a given procedure how these special wishes are transferred to the factory factory one uh, uh, in in Zuffenhausen uh, and then my colleagues um, work on the realization and really every Sonderwunsch um, car is a little Um, development project for itself Mm -hmm. and the the customer is deeply involved uh, and as I quote you very often it's not just the car in this case it's the process Mm. because uh, for the customers uh, most of the time it's uh, it's a great uh, joy uh, and also excitement uh, to not only a customer and purchasing something, You're part but of the process. really creating mm-hmm. it, being part of the process, being the designer, the project manager. Um, of course, we support the customer with a designer. It's Grant Larsen in most of the, uh, the cases uh, and with project people and with uh, engineers. But um, the customer is really all the time in the driver's seat and, and he tells us what what he would like us uh, to develop and come up with and then it's a discussion um, and more often than not um, the day of the delivery is of big happiness on the one hand on the other hand it's kind of uh, <laughs> s- some kind of sadness because the journey is over
0: for the moment at least and you were part
3: of that journey too not just a yeah. customer yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 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 So we offer the customer to just do it next time with the next car. I was about to say, car, but, yeah? we have say, a then, solution
1: then for that. We have a solution. Just yeah. do it again, next next model. So it sounds yes.
0: like you can. Um, I mean, you guys do some pretty crazy stuff. Uh, you know, uh, if basically if somebody asks, it, I feel like you guys will do it. Um, and it sounds like for something, you know, should Porsche make a hypercar for the 918 Spyder? There were there were people could do that as well. They could go pretty far with uh, what they did with Porsche Exclusive manufacturer
3: yes i mean basically everything is allowed Mm -hmm. from 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 the beginning Mm -hmm. Um there are only very few um, limits that we would tell you right from the start Uh, for example we wouldn't uh, take over design elements from other brands Mm -hmm. for example or we wouldn't rebuild limited cars so -hmm. if you want to have you know the 250 uh, first, uh, 997 sport classic. We, that's, we not that. that's, right. that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. But other than that, as, as creative or crazy as you, you like to be, uh, we would accept it. Uh, we would look into that and, um, we, um, divided uh, the whole uh, project into two phases and we would start with the concept phase first. Mm-hmm. And in the concept phase, which is usually 12 months, um, we uh, give, the customer a team of as i said designer um, engineers project managers and they work on the idea of the customer and you have basically two groups of people you have the ones who are uh, who have a a vision but not a clear concept yet Mm -hmm. so we work on that together and then you have other customers who are very experienced they come with, you know, like books already. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I've done everything. You just yeah. have to build it. I know uh, some PCA uh, members. Uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. So, and, and, and that's also exciting for everyone involved, uh, to, to manage the relationship, uh, also to manage expectations, uh, and to find uh, the right way for each customer. So there is no basic recipe for everyone. It's oh, it's uh-huh. really very individual uh, mm-hmm. all of the time. And um, for, you know, the more special the cars are, like the GT3 RS at the moment, um, the more special wishes uh, we see from our so, customers. So you
1: you talk about the special cars, but from the other side, I w- when I was in New York, that one of your customers, he sees it as it's very special To him because it's it's really interesting that he had a a beautiful very dark 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 blue um speedster and uh, i can't tell you how many names that he was so happy to work with on your side that they they truly do feel involved i mean like how often do you get to build a car and know personally the person that's going to pick the fabric help you choose the paint or follow it along the line as it's being built who's the manager of it who's going to be Coordinating the shipping and everything. I mean that it's a it's a very intimate process. Yeah. And I think that's why you get them so excited about not just the car, but the process. And as you said, when they're done, they're like, Oh, I've got this beautiful car now, but now the journey's over. When's the next journey gonna start again? And then they're gonna ask for the next latest and greatest
2: car. the Same token, you also like the uh career RS tribute, mm-hmm. the uh one yeah. with the US My flag favorite. on it. Uh, that, uh, you know, I was in sales a long time and I found that, um, customers don't want to make choices. Mm-hmm. They would rather you tell them what they want to buy. And, uh, and if you tell them that's the best to buy, that's what they'll buy. And so I, I, I mean, there's a couple people that bought these special edition RSs and they loved what was done, how Porsche presented it and they didn't want anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like, this is the one I want. It's very limited. It's exclusive. It's uh, exactly where then other people will find that car boring, and say, "No, I want the special color. I want this, 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 and this." And even with Mission X, so that becomes a built model, I'm sure there's people that are going to say, that's not exclusive enough for me yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. some other stuff done yeah. too, to make it. That's effective. music to Alex's ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and,
3: and what I learn and, and keep on learning from my colleagues uh, of the design uh, department, Michael Mauer and uh, Grant Larsen, um, is it's it's very difficult to find the right amount of things that you don't do. not mm-hmm. do because, you you know, a lot of people then, as you just described, they want to have this and that and another color and, you know, another element and do the stitching like this and that, which is great in terms of creativity, but this doesn't necessarily lead to the, you know, best uh, coherent checking all the bo-
2: checking all the
1: checking boxes, all boxes doesn't the boxes. doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna like say get resale value box. might not yes, be quite
2: know. as good yes. as some yes. other so yes. who's in charge of uh, gently explaining to a potential customer that uh, while they may think they're creative uh they're probably colorblind and don't realize what they're choosing that, that's 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 why
3: my colleagues are more psychologists uh, than, than, than really uh, car yeah. consultants yeah um because uh, of course you would say well we 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 took your inspiration Mm -hmm. uh, but we came up with maybe two or three alternatives Mm. and then you guide through and you uh, show the you know the differences the advantages in the end if the customer says no i want to have these six different colors in the interior of my car (laughs) that's that's how it should be yeah then it's then it's fine yeah Yeah. Yeah. we're not we 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 shouldn't uh, be the judge. Yep. Uh, of, of, of of taste uh, mm-hmm. for the customer. So so
1: Manny and I have, have not commissioned ourselves a personal car, but I feel as though we've, we've gone through a little bit of that process or we can relate to it because of the special projects that, that we've done with you starting, I think, back in 2009 with the uh, res- restoration of the 73 911T. And I just remember going... You know better than we do, and if you think it should be done that way, we'll roll with it. And and that was even more prevalent when it came to the 60th anniversary mm-hmm. um, Club Coop. And then we went a little crazy when you came up with the idea with the 996 and doing a special project there. I think Manny was just trying to make up as many things that we can ask. Well, I, rem- I remember that Alex <laughs> kept on saying that would probably not be possible. But we had Uve sitting at the yes, table so the with us. Was, uh, Uwe I didn't, think he so-
2: I didn't think he spoke English because he just kept on saying yes. <laughs> Uwe Mikulski, <laughs>
1: Mr. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes yeah. man.
2: I will, yes, I will
3: man.
1: never forget this lunch. <laughs> it
2: was, it was mont- during Monterey.
1: Moder- yes. We were sitting. So project, uh, project Gold was sitting on the Outside of the window. Yes. And we were we were at um in and out, but then we also did a formal meeting in the little house that they built next to Project Gold and we took inspiration of all the things that you did there and and uh w- you know how can we build the ultimate
2: nine nine six? Man, did we throw out a lot of stuff because we didn't want to use a nine nine six turbo. We, right. we agreed that uh, that would be the easy way out when we use a nine nine six turbo, that we want to do something with a normally aspirated nine nine six. And then I remember we brought up the GT3 engine. You said, nope, probably will never happen. <laughs>
4: double, not after Uber. The double bubble roof. No, Maybe there's that, a there's that would be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> everything we wanted, you told tail Ducktail.
1: Ducktail? We can do a ducktail? Um, uh, well. No. Uh, not... I, I said it could be gray. The car could be gray. The car could be gray. <laughs> it could, could be gray. But everything we asked for. On that list. So that's
2: when I left the UCA right after that, uh, I finished my term. And then when I saw the car again, when I came to work for PCA, I was blown away when Vu told me all the stuff that you had approved and Mm -hmm. found a way to make possible. And suddenly um, what I didn't want was a car that was going to be just uh, what I called a fluff car, just some arrow bits and nothing original. And I thought, wow, this is uh, for a car company of Porsche size to do this just spoke volumes because it wasn't something they were, wasn't they were taking parts off a shelf and putting it on this car. There was parts they had to design for the first time. And as it turned out, it was just for one car only. Yeah. So that's, uh, and then, and then, yeah, you have to do
1: it to your manufacturer versus some local shop that's doing it out of his, you know, you, you know shop and not having to worry about, you know, legal ramifications and truly measuring the arrow and how it affects. Like we've talked about that many times on the podcast of how technically more advanced this car is in terms of the build than other cars, which we have great respect for, Sally Carrera Project Goal, but the Classic Club Coupe is like. It's a whole nother
3: level of technical build. I fully agree, and uh, it's really uh, unbelievable what the team was able to to realize. Because uh, I, I was quite convinced that some of the wishes <laughs> won't be yeah. uh, won't, won't be fulfillable. <laughs> Nightmares. Uh, but but I'm I'm so proud and so happy. Uh, first of all, that you like it because build it for you like and it was you love your, it your, yeah. you love it yeah uh, i love it uh, when i first saw it and you know uh, i have to start uh, differently in, in in the course of this project uh, over like two and a half years three years mm-hmm. um with every meeting mm-hmm. when they told me i we think we really found a solution for that it, it was so amazing amazing uh, how, how how this project grew and how the confidence uh, also uh, grew uh, and the complexity was uh, was unbelievable also when it came to the question of uh, uh, making it street legal mm-hmm. and and I, I think we can point that out very openly this car is a different level in comparison to Project Gold mm-hmm. which is not street legal or, or Sally special uh, both projects very emotional very you know mm-hmm. different topics different background um, um, but from a um, technical differentiation the product substance
1: uh, of the classic club
0: outstanding i'm sure there was a lot of things that went on behind the scenes to make sure it all worked oh absolutely so, uh, the, again, we,
1: we we talked about it and we've yeah. covered it in articles and the videos hopefully you've seen yeah. um we're just so proud of it. We're so proud yeah. of it, especially the those of us that are 996 owners. I mean, this is—I've got to say—this is the best 996 in the world.
0: It's my favorite,
3: and and that's the um, um, like the cherry on the cream in in our activities to make. Uh, Is that allowed to say? The 996, great again?
0: (laughs) 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 And sexy again. It's always been (laughs) good. We we,
3: we, we took it over to the classic um, um, assortment uh, already in 2016, I think Mm -hmm. it was. Um, And um, all the cars that's not specific for Porsche, they go through different... You know life cycle yeah, yeah. Phases. Phases. um and and but i think when we started uh, to work on the 996 again building up new marketing material mm-hmm. new pictures um putting effort into the uh, parts availability coming up with the porsche classic communication uh, management which is like a um, like a re Juvenile, uh, rejuvenate, rejuvenate yep. for the for the car, um, and then finally uh, with this uh, project, I think this gives the 996 a complete different yeah. taste.
1: Yeah, and and probably the, the 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 best experience I've ever had is uh, earlier this year when I got to visit your new facility, and the workshop has mm-hmm. photos of the classic Club Coupe around the perimeter. The only car that is featured in the workshop and we met everybody that worked on the car, that was just an amazing experience to know that this car is what they choose to inspire them Um, on a daily basis.
2: Robert just Hey Robert, go back to that other picture you just said. Yeah. What's that one eighteen scale model? Did he sell that? That's a, yeah, that's the classic um that's the uh classic. Oh I got excited that yeah. you made a <laughs> <I6> classic club <laughs> food bottle. I have that one. Never All right, so it. do you want no, the insider? The, yes.
1: We're having the one forty third scale
4: arrive.
1: Is there
0: only one? Huh? Is there only one? Maybe. Maybe uh, that means no.
1: There's gonna be more than one, at least I hope.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> no one eighteenth? No one eighteen. One forty third. All right, so back to our projects with you, and how have things changed since 2009? Getting involved with PCA and you know being in charge of classics, the growth of classic, and I see you know so many responsibilities now. Like. Uh, that- how does it feel? I mean, you look exactly the same. You haven't changed. The, you know, the side that we see is still the happy-go-lucky uh, yes. Alexander. So that that, that will always uh, be the same. When I can uh,
3: um, spend time together with you, uh, you will always see me smile. And as you were just talking, I was thinking about the most important things didn't change. It, it's still. I still am very thankful uh, for. Uh, being involved with this brand with these people uh f- being thankful for having the opportunity to have a job where you can uh, make you know give people a big smile uh, in their faces and uh, you you can see in the end the result of what you're you're doing you know mm. you 're standing in in front of uh, many many cars uh, that are individualized or restored and what what did uh, change um of course we we grew you know in terms of of scale a little bit uh, for example in 2009 when we first met I think um, the um, youngest car in the classic range was the 993 mm-hmm. uh, since then it's uh, 996 uh, it's E1 it's Carrera GT uh, and it's 997 since uh, January that's this unbelievable. year that's unbelievable yeah Think how old we
4: are. Well, and that's, <laughs> so nine and I, seven I that's, is a that's classic car already. That's what's important
1: <laughs> for our listeners to know: is classic is responsible. We always talk about how seventy percent of Porsches are still mm-hmm. on the road. That's only possible because the manufacturer has you know your department in there, making sure that you know obviously not all cars. Uh, have every single part available but the key parts the things that you absolutely need to keep your car on the road classic is still there every day evaluating and producing parts that you need for your car well that's uh, that's correct and the logic is
3: that 10 years after end of production we take over the responsibility uh, for the model line and uh, we as you describe, we uh, analyze the parts availability not only in our assortment range, but also what's available um, for the, in, uh, for, from the original supplier side. For example, companies like Mahle and Bosch and others, but also in the aftermarket. Because our priority is to keep the cars running, to keep them on the road. The cars have to be driven. Um, th- that's that's. Uh, you know, our main task uh, to fulfill. Uh, And we, um, of course, have to make sure then that the parts that are not uh, available somewhere else, um, that uh, we um, invest uh, heavily in new tools, uh, finding new suppliers and come up with uh, new additions, what we call it, uh, to to release the parts uh, new into the uh, assortment range. And at the same time, we offer um, in the factory restoration um, back home in Stuttgart, but also in Atlanta, in the headquarter of uh, Porsche Cars North America, in one Porsche drive. Um, also restoration uh, services and Sonderwunsch um, uh, manufacture uh, services uh, for customers directly.
1: And then, the, and then the, the growth of the classic centers at all the
3: dealerships around the world. That's that's true. In the meantime, we have uh, four standalone uh, classic centers uh, and more than 80 classic partners Mm -hmm. that are Porsche dealerships that are specifically uh, qualified and certified to work uh, on uh, classic cars. And it's uh, counting up. Uh, There will be more. So we will, we really want to ensure on the one hand uh, with the parts availability that the cars can still be uh, in operation and with the um, service availability in our dealerships <clears throat> that you have on a regional uh, scale, uh, the right um,
1: uh, know-how available for your cars. Yeah, and that's that's great because we were talking, I probably was in another car meet and we were, you know, I, as as most people know, I like a lot of cars, not just Porsche. And we were talking about, I think we we're talking about like a Saab Viggen. I don't know if you remember, those are cool cars, but people like that are petrified to buy a car like that because they just can't get parts for anymore Mm. like the only way you can get a part for that car Mm. is to buy another one and have a second parts car in your house and so so to have a manufacturer not only come out with amazing new models new technology and get all the modern conveniences that you want but still focusing on the cars that are from the past that we all love keeping them on the road that just that just makes the brand that much stronger
3: one aspect that changed uh, since uh, yeah over the last 15 years um, is that um, you know next uh, to the priority of having cars originally restored, mm-hmm. uh, you have a growing uh, community that loves to individualize also yes. classic uh, cars, um, and uh, we came up with a new offer which we call recommissioning, mm-hmm. uh, which is the idea that uh, for example for a customer who has uh, bought a Carrera GT not as a new car but as a used car, we can open up virtually the configurator again for this uh, for this uh, customer and and he can have the feeling of being a new car customer he brings the car back to the factory Uh, we bring it into a technical like new car condition and at the same time the customer can you know specify and configure the car to his taste not only with the options that have been available back in the days but also with everything that he can Uh, imagine Uh, and in the end and that's I think uh, the the, the differentiation to what maybe um, others could also do uh, we also update the um, production card in our archives so there is kind of a second birth date uh, second birthday Mm -hmm. of the of the car uh, with the new configuration uh, that is delivered to the customer.
0: Can non do non customers ever see or people who you know don't have a used portion they bought want to recommission? Um, are, are we able to see these configurators? That would be super cool. I think to see uh, a revived configurator from what two thousand six or seven. I think it's probably very um, individualized, right? Uh, um we are working on that do you have
3: the first glimpses mm-hmm. uh, you find on the homepage which uh, in in the equipment area our technical accessories um mm-hmm. offer mm-hmm. Uh, we call it the equipment uh, finder and there it's um a very uh, core configurator which shows for the older cars um
1: um, the equipment options back then that were offered back e- then.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And Check you can, can see it on the oh. car, yeah. um, like the wheels, uh, for example. Yeah. So we are looking into that. If we can oh, make that, uh, just go and like, play around with it. What you know? was uh, available like, for my car back then? Yeah,
1: exactly. Cause you don't necessarily know that. Yeah. No. yeah. But
3: as many just said, uh, for the individual projects that we are working on, it's very customer specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, It it, it would be a bit overdone to come up with a technical IT uh, solution uh, because
2: it's very like listeners are wondering, uh, my wife asked this day, can I recommission husbands? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's right outside the door too.
2: <laughs> we should close bring it, her close We should bring her in. <laughs> in. So if you, you could know make, when we got married, I was thinner and I had yeah, more hair. If we and, could recommission <laughs> Manny
4: if we could
1: recommission Manny, what option would you take? Or what option would you leave out? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly.
3: Well, well you you look factory new to me. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you oh that bro
2: love I'm that's definitely classic yeah vintage a young timer
1: all right so let's get into uh, we have a, not too much news but we are man we already at the top of the hour here so uh oh your favorite topic uh, the next uh, one in news uh, has to do with formula e <laughs> oh, yes. I'm a. You are
3: number passionate. one, fan. Number one I'm a, fan. I'm a passionate, passionate, uh, passionate, passionate fan uh, of Formula
0: E. We are back
3: uh, on, on top go. of yeah, the. Of the...
2: After a couple months of uh, not being on
0: top. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I have to say, the racing, when we had that little office watch of the. Yeah. Uh, man, the racing's close. Yeah, super close. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to relate, you know, on the street circuits, but man, like maybe one day those things will be. A mix of city streets, you know, city circuits. And, and is tracks. this going to
2: be the last year for formerly for uh, Porsche, or are they going to continue? What do you think? <laughs> that, that is a <laughs>
1: of point question. <laughs> point <laughs> point <laughs> point. <laughs> and the next news item that we want to go into. Oh, this one's <laughs> <possible. He's laughs> one was re- also reaction? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. To be
4: honest.
3: I'm Pretty sure we will continue. Um, mm-hmm. the um, you're on top. Form, Why form, wouldn't you the, continue? Exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, the fun starts now, yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, it gives a lot of um, you know, uh, feedback and know how back to the uh, development uh, colleagues and the engineers, um, which uh, goes into the uh, projects of our streetcars. yeah. So, of course, we yeah, benefit so it's,
1: it's from it. It's also truly uh, racing laboratory for you as well. Yes,
4: yes.
3: Yeah. And the good thing is, um, it's uh, hidden from the uh,
1: public audience.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fabig, Mr. Fabig.
1: All right, here we go. So the next one, uh, this one might also be a little sensitive because someone took a title away from you. And this has to do with uh, the Nürburgring and uh, the Tesla.
2: Yes, Tesla uh, for now for now, holds the... Uh... Passes. Although from what I've read, uh, their production car uh, yeah. was uh, uh, I think it was highly. Are modified. you doing?
1: Are you doing air quotes when you say their production car? Yes. Yeah. Big air quotes. Well, so. It had
0: the yeah. track pack, so it finally had brakes that could. Stop but I think it was more car. than just
2: that. I think the interior was missing parts. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like Damon said earlier, uh, yeah, I think it was also funny that the uh, the great yoke was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it right? was a regular mm-hmm. steering. It yeah. Says a and lot because. I know uh, I've never driven the yoke, so I can't really comment on it. But from listening to other people that have driven it on YouTube and podcasts, they are not fans of it.
0: Yeah. No, it's, you know, the back and forth that we like to see. Because I feel like, what was it, the the Taycan was faster and then the Model S was. And then they're pushing each other. Yeah, they did some Uh, (laughs) modifications.
2: Porsche still holds a record overall with the Evo. I don't think they beat the Evo time. No, no, this yeah, is for yeah, just production, production e- car. Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: yeah, 919 Evo. I mean, that was a 519, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, that's, that's gonna that's I gonna was, be wild gonna hold, yeah. that's... Yeah, if You haven't
2: yeah. seen that video? Just Google 919 Evo Nurburgring, and it, it looks like the video is sped up, but it's not. It does. <laughs> it is, I, I that, might, was all,
0: that
1: was a race car. Yeah,
0: the, you know,
2: know. wouldn't even meet a sanctioning no, body. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but the fact so, that Porsche still owns, so owns a record as the fastest yeah. at the ring. So. And the driver
1: of that car literally said. There's more in the car, but there's it's too not, fast. It's I don't have any more in me. Yeah. <laughs> his vision was blurring. His vision like vision was, it was blurring. Yeah, yeah it was insane. But I mean, we like competition,
3: so oh, yeah, so of course sure. you can. There are some topics that you can question about uh, about the Tesla, but in the end, it has uh, it sets the new record. So we, of course, take notice of that. Yeah. We don't like it. Yeah, of, <laughs> yeah. course
0: of course not. So um, the race is... Uh, uh, the race is done. on. Yeah. We, we've <laughs> seen some Nürburgring shots with some, you know, bigger spoilers on Tycons yeah. and whatnot. So we're hoping.
2: We always say in racing, uh, everyone um, in front of me is cheating. Everyone behind me is a very good driver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here, uh, Robert, you probably want me to remind folks if they haven't signed up for our newsletters, uh, be sure to go to PCA.org. You can sign up for eBreak News as well as Performance News and Mart Fresh News.
2: I thought I should remind, uh, Robert reminded me of this earlier, but I didn't see the text, was um, we shipped out uh, Project 964 today. Oh, it's uh, it's going to California for a parade. Thank you, Reliable Carriers. Yes. Uh, they came to pick it up. Then uh, it's the driver, and uh, it should be there in a week. It'll be uh, out in the, all week at uh, Palm Springs. Then uh, you'll see it again at Works Reunion, Monterey. Then again at Rensport. And then hopefully uh, it'll finish its tour of California in uh, Unstock, down in Southern California. Um, and a uh, lot's been done to the car. If you haven't seen the car recently, um, uh, HRE gave us some awesome wheels. Everyone loves these wheels. Yeah. Uh, Recaro gave us uh, just a spanking new interior. Um, we got the car l- lowered by KW suspension. Uh, Porsche Classic uh, got us parts. Uh, the radio, uh, everything to for, make it run. Yeah, uh, and everything <laughs> to make it run. We, yeah. we put uh, uh, basically turbo brakes on it, uh, upgraded the brake system. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of partners at uh, Speed Motors, uh, Rouse Auto Service. Your Uh, your pros to care of the windshield rust uh, fixed that ceramic Uh, pro brought that shine back. Yeah, we talked about that last week. It's a uh, yeah, it's a neat little card that uh, that we've really, really brought to life. And most of all, believe it or not, nine sixty four owners can appreciate this. Um, I knew it was going to be in California. I knew we weren't going to drive it that much in California, but I wanted the AC working, and Mm. I figured this card sat for over ten years. So I wasn't expecting much, and lo and behold, Bob from S Speed Motors called me up and said it's working and it's holding. Perfect. So I drove it back from the shop, and it was uh nice and cold. Special little car. I think
0: this is a good point actually to uh, to talk about some of the videos we filmed. Like man, three or four videos that will be coming out soon ish. Mm -hmm. One of them is, and you can vouch for me now because you've seen some of it. Um, the uh the suspension, the KW suspension install. Uh, video is almost done i've gone through all the footage and i'm editing it just racing to get it up before parade so mm-hmm. if you hear this uh podcast on monday um really aim to get that video out sometime tuesday probably not for break but have it ready um and it's probably from what it looks like you can probably use this as a how-to yeah. install suspension so
1: well that, that that was the whole point for the previous owner of this car to donate this car to PCA mm-hmm. because he loved what we were doing with technical information and videos and he wanted us to use that car as the platform to show people how's it done so yeah awesome uh, let's see any other quick quick updates on videos that are coming watch many sport
0: classic video uh, I loved it I loved watching that uh, you know I wasn't there to, to hear what he thought about the car
2: but uh, really
0: great job. I'll give I'll everything. give Damon
2: credit. He makes me look good. He wrote the script. I just read. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he uh, produced the whole film. I just I uh, was the I uh, was a pretty talent. Yeah, well, except <laughs> for the part where you drove the car, right? So look look forward to that. That but was the a rest really is, good. This is all Damon's credit. Yeah. Alex
1: is laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Right.
4: All but, right. uh,
0: yeah, that, those are the two big ones. Um, and then I think, what was the other video? I'm. What trying about to get Nathan's
4: up? video? Is that coming up? Yes,
0: soon? Nathan. So Nathan. Uh, we know you all love the Carrera 3.2 video about everything you need to know about that car. Well,
2: there's a part two. <laughs> he goes so nerd out on if, video. So
0: for all of you wondering how to inspect a car from underneath, look at all the mechanical parts, the the paint, the interiors. Um, and, and this is a very general sort of you can take this video and um, uh, go to any Carrera 3.2. So 84 to 89 and really probably learn how to do a better inspection than your local shop. And so and
1: even though he's focusing on a three two, there's I would say more than half of it would apply to any car that you're looking at in terms yes. of how to tell if a car is painted, the different depths of um, paint that's yep. on a car, you know whether or not you know you want to smooth out the the, the orange peel and stuff. I mean, he just goes as Manny said, yep. he just nerded out, and it's a lot of information that will be useful for. Not His videos only- are like
2: an hour long, but they go by so fast you don't realize yeah. you've been watching it for an yeah, exactly. hour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so thank
1: you, Nathan, for doing that for us. We certainly appreciate that. Okay, we also have the uh, deep dive into the 9-11 Dakar Rally Package that was filmed at Tech Tactic East earlier uh, this year. And uh, thank you to Robert for filming that and putting that all together. And Christoph. Do, do you know Christoph? Yeah, he's a
0: um, colleague of uh, Boris's team. Correct. Uh, yeah. My fellow uh, Cal State Fullerton Titan. Oh, <laughs> there for
1: six months. Yeah. So uh, all you need to know about the Dakar. So upcoming events, we do want to remind you if you're coming out to RunSport 7, consider volunteering. It's, we've said it before how much fun it is to do so. You can sign up to do that. September 20th through 24th is Treffen Gateway to the West, the Ritz-Carlton experience as I like to call it. That registration opens June 28th, and I believe Manny has plans to bring on the Treffen chair to give you all some details of it because you'll want to know and make, all of your selections uh, for registration uh, sooner than later because uh, you need to get through and registration quickly so that you can ensure that you'll get in because they've sold out in as little as eight minutes. Don't be mad at us. There's only so many slots, but if you're efficient and you listen to us in terms of how to register, your chances are better than most. (laughs) All right, um support your local dealers uh, this week. Oh, this Actually, this, this would have been this would have, have been last weekend. Off, yeah. yeah, you should have taken this off. But hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you did support your local dealers as they celebrated uh, Porsche's 75th anniversary on Saturday, June 10th. We've gotten so many and invitations. Maybe
2: uh when by the time you're listening, maybe you're celebrating a Porsche win the 20th at Le Mans. Uh, Le Mans. Most certainly. Yeah. Even a class win I'll be happy with the class yes. win. I want and, I want T Rex to win the dinosaur and you then in nice. car. yeah that's what i i like
1: and by the time you listen to this we will know who the lucky owner of the classic club coupe will be and uh how much it went for it's gonna it's really interesting because we all know it's one of one and it could who knows yeah. who knows like we tried to call sally carrera we couldn't project gold we tried to call that one and we, we were, were so we were so awful so off so off off. all of them yeah. we wouldn't have oh won so
2: any under of those probably hit. right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> project gold
1: we were really
3: awful <laughs> yeah and you know we've been always together for and we're gonna be arguments. together we <laughs> will be together
2: i'm not again. gonna be there you, been, you won't he, be there
3: he won't be there i will be there in his place maybe i can get you in the
1: uh carry-on luggage
3: uh, <laughs> uh, oh nice I'll try that <laughs>
2: all right
1: so if you don't have anything else around the table i'm good alex thank you so much for joining us it's truly a pleasure i know you have had less than 24 hours with us so you have to make other plans to come back and spend more time with us we're going to sign off thank you for listening if you aren't currently a pca member and you own a porsche grab that vin go to pca.org and join pca if you're looking for your porsche we have the test drive program and we can help you find your car remember to follow our podcast instagram page behind the scenes photos and videos porsche club insider all one word Please comment, like, subscribe. If you want to send us a note, you can send us a note at podcast at PCA.org. And again, that's it. We'll see you next time. Stay safe and we'll catch you down the road.